Hello and welcome to the Michael T. Justice Podcast. Thanks for listening, and if you would like to respond to any of the things you hear, please hit me up here on Anchor, or at Twitter, at Michael T. Justice, or Facebook, Michael T. Justice. Hey, what's going everybody? It is uh, Wednesday and um, March 6th. So I uh, had this conversation last night or this morning and I'm going to play it. I wish I could edit it. It's uh, We were working so there was a lot of other stuff in there and, but uh, I think it's... Uh, think it will be a good conversation to listen in on because white privilege is a term that has a lot of people sideways and I didn't use it in this conversation Um, but as I sat back listening a little bit to determine if I really wanted to put it out or if it was you know if it was of any value um, and I think it is, and here's where white privilege comes in. Uh, often, when you say white privilege, people start talking, well, I didn't get no bank loan, and I didn't this, and I didn't that. This dude, if you will notice, pretty quickly into the conversation, you know, I'm pointing out some stuff to him, and he keeps saying, you know, well, I don't believe in one person being better than the other or this or the other thing and you know the privilege is the privilege to not know the privilege to overlook you know uh, if you if you listen in and I'm not hating on this dude it's just this is the battle we gotta fight you know this this guy is by most by most of my interactions with him a, a nice guy I mean he's never treated me in any way sideways he's gone out of his way to help me and and uh to be respectful and all of that stuff but the reality of it is you know he makes some comments more than once in here about how when we were kids we all got along together and and everything and um you know he might have thought that we were getting along together and I've heard this from a lot of older uh, white people who were around in the 70s and 60s and that stuff, uh, and earlier even, um, where they think it's there was no problem because black people weren't empowered to speak. You know, I, I had a conversation go check out cat with chat with cat uh but i left her a message people feel more empowered today to stand up for themselves than they have in the past and that's just you know because we're like whether it be women whether it be gays whether it be blacks people of religions it's it's this we're not gonna take it we're not gonna take it right that's that's where we are it's like i'm done with it 
and I think the privilege is uh, the privilege is expressed in my opinion not in the things you get but the things you get to just not get like you don't see the struggle and I point out to this guy uh, if you listen in uh, there's a couple places where I tell him well, now you need to be an ally right somebody who figures out the problem and then tries to like fix it because the problem is systemic and it's it's in this this thing we got and you can't just go well I'm not like that uh you know it's deeper than that uh nothing got solved unfortunately but that ain't how it works if there was a pill you could take we'd had the damn thing figured out by now but it's not it's going to take generations to fix the problems that we got uh, but yeah, definitely go check out Chat with Cat. That's with K's, K H A T, uh, with K A T, K A T. Uh, and um, check out this conversation. Hope it uh, gives you some value. The Pledge yeah. of Allegiance is, is offensive towards myself, all right, because of the words that are in it that were ad libbed in later. You talking about the under God? Yes. Right. You don't believe in God? I, no, I don't believe in any kind of deity. Okay. I, I don't like it being forced upon me or anything like that. I can talk about it. I've read the Bible many times. Though. Right. But I don't want anybody sitting there saying, I have to believe it. You know? Well, and that's... I got a cousin that's been trying for 40 plus years. Yeah, right. <laughs> the, uh, you know, when I go to court, and they have me go up there to uh, stand. And I've said this in court. They said, uh, do you... Swear to tell the truth, the whole truth, enough so help me God. So help you God. And I say, yes, yes, and no. And they go, what? I said, I'm not I'm not going to perjure myself right here on the, on the stand. And the judge has asked me, what do you mean? I said, I don't believe in any kind of religion or deity. I said, if you tell me that I've got to pledge to this court that I'm going to tell the truth I'm going to tell you right up front I'm right. going to pledge to a God that I don't believe in and the judge was taken aback by it because I mean I don't I don't sit there and try to influence my belief on anybody else. right if, if it's what gets you through the day go for it you know I mean but I mean just offensive shit people talk about how things are offensive and I'm like you know Take but, down the statues of, of, of generals and stuff like that. Granted, they they fought for the Confederacy. Granted, but then you got to go into the history of why that why just like you're talking about that was ad lib. The the under God part was ad lib. Those statues did not get erected after the Civil War. They got erected after the end of Reconstruction. So after the end of the Civil War. There was just like we have people over in Iraq and all that stuff to this day trying to make sure we get this this place into a state of like stability and, and uh, operation. Right. That's what Reconstruction was. It was like, okay, y'all gonna have y'all gonna have to get used to the fact that here's some people that y'all used to have as slaves. They're citizens now. They right. get to vote. They get to do this, that, the other thing. And they did that for about 15 years, kind of like we did in Iraq. We've been over there for 15 damn years. And then they come, they finally, it ended. And so Reconstruction ended, and then all of a sudden, white people had the freedom, (laughs) had the freedom 
to say, fuck all that. You motherfuckers, we're going to show you how we feel about you. Here's the deal. We want General Beauregard, the one who was who fought to make sure that you remained a slave. We want to put him in the town square. What you going to do about it, huh, nigga? And there was nothing you could do about it. I mean, you could right. say, we, we voting against it. Well, you 10%, so your vote don't count. I'm one of those people that I don't believe that bigotry and racialism and all of that should be a factor of anybody living. Correct. It but not be. But the reality is, it is, and because it is, that's where the offense and the codifying, you know, the making it law and making it, yeah. you know, this is how we do things around here, that kind of stuff begins to matter more and more because now you you know I, I always tell the story about my grandmother who was born in 1930 1923 so it would have been in the 30s right in Indianapolis where she went to school one day I think she said it was like she was like in the kindergarten or first grade something like that and she went to school one day And found out that last night we had a vote. <laughs> and you and your kind ain't welcome here no more. So you really? got to go back home. And it was so disrespectful and so, like, that her mother didn't even know. Her mother was like, what the hell are you kids doing back home? I sent you to school an hour ago. Right. And, you know, she was like, no, mama, they, they sent us back home. They said we can't go to school no more. And they, you know, for that reason, my grandmother and people who had the means did it. Sent, she got sent up north, further up north, because fuck, you figure Indiana was not part of the Confederacy. You know, and that's the problem, is that the shit spread even after the war was over. The war was over, the South never fucking lost. That's the problem. They did not lose. And that's what that flag stands for, and that's what them damn monuments stand for, is we didn't lose. Let's get that straight. You think we lost? Let's let's make it clear we did not lose, and and all that stuff happens without your knowledge, maybe. But now you got to deal with it because you know. Right. You know what I mean? Now you got to deal with it. that's. They put that statue up. Some of those statues got put up in the twenties. After World War One, when you had blacks coming back from the war, saying, "Hey, wait a second! I fought and died for this fucking country in the worst war ever." A war that was sold as a war to end all wars and a war against, uh, you know, what they call tyranny and shit like that, right? right? So you got black people coming back going like, hey, guess what? I am somebody. Those are the best things in the world. Yeah, the spotlights, hell yeah. Uh, especially when you want to show people, like, I got people, I shouldn't say it, but when I got people that complain, I know damn well I threw their paper. Yeah. I'll shine that fucking window, that light in your window. Let them I like it when I'm driving down the road and a fucker comes up behind me with their high beams. Right. <laughs> Put it on them. Yep. But, uh... I don't hesitate to do it. But you have people coming back from the war saying, you know, I get to do what I want to do and everything. And there were, like, a lot of riots. Like, race riots. I don't know if you ever heard of Rosewood. There's a movie about it. Yeah. Rosewood, Florida. Uh, my family... The Tulsa riots, uh, where basically white people got mad because black people was coming up. Black people were making money and. It just kills me. 
about how, I mean, people are, people, there are less than, less than 3,000 at best people that had to go through all of it back in the 60s. Okay? In the 60s? Yeah. After Kennedy and right. all that shit, when equality was 100% by by the law, right. 100%, less than 3,000 are left. All right? Everybody since then pulled on the hate from their generation before. Well... And now it's gotten even worse because now you can't say gay. You can't say... Well, you can say gay. You just yeah. can't call a motherfucker a faggot, or right, you can't right. you can't go around saying, it's "Look okay. here, you gay son of a bitch," and I'm okay with that. Yeah. I mean, why or, should or, you be allowed to do that? I mean, freedom, yes, freedom, but there's more to it than just a word. Because, like I was saying, the the people, and sorry, I'm I'm not trying no. to keep cutting you off, but no, you're fine. but when people, the words, like I said, Reconstruction was going on. And there was a law saying, "Boom, we're gonna we're gonna make sure that this, you know, you know, back in the eighteen, between eighteen sixty five and eighteen seventy eight, you had black governors, black senators, mm-hmm. congressmen, and so you can have advancement and say slavery's over. Been, been around but, since we settled this country. Well, and that's that's the 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 reason why people get offended because it's like, okay, you, this shit cannot get." Overlooked because this is how they sneak back up on you. You know, I mean, what offends me the most, right? Since we're on the on the racial card of it, is I went to Walmart to get a headlight for my car, a light Mm -hmm. bulb. I went to go look at the light bulbs, and I went to go look for the. I can prove it with three documents dating back to 1776. The Declaration of Independence was written in English. It was spoken in English. And then the Bill of Rights was also done in English. Now, mind you, at the time we had Dutch, we had French, we had Spanish, we had English, and we had... uh, uh, What was the other language? Latin, all right? All of these people is what built this country originally. But they all chose to speak English and write in English at that time. And I'm offended that I have to learn a second language to get a fucking job in my own country. Well, you don't have to learn the language, but in my field, that company do. has the freedom. In my field, you do. But that company has the freedom to say... Uh, we got customers that we got to deal with, and you got to be able to talk to them. And they should have their own. I mean, if I go to, you know, I don't know what your field is. IT. IT. Okay. I, here's the thing: if I go to get a job at, uh, I don't know, a hotel, let's say, and people come in, they go. Excuse me, young man. May I get this? Study? I don't know what the fuck you're talking about. They're not going to hire me. Right. They're going to say, we need somebody who can speak to our customers in such a way that the customer understands and the customer can... Right. But so, having to learn some Spanish because 
a lot of your customers are Spanish, that's a whole nother topic. I mean, we. It, I can understand if my customers, my 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 customers were American, right? Right. And they can't speak English. That's and because they can't speak English. I have to learn Spanish in order to have that position to work. That, that's that's the only thing about it. I I have problems. Right. I can understand that frustration. Right. But I'm behind eight ball because I never learned the computer language. Uh, and I, here I, I am at 52. I, I love the shit out of it. Well, but see, you took the time to learn that language, and that allowed you to even be in that field to begin with. I can't get into that field because I don't know that language. That was a choice I made. So, I mean, if you want to advance in the field, you got to learn that language for the reasons of the, the, the economic reasons that exist. I mean, it doesn't... I mean, like I said, you can go into other stuff with that and we can talk about you know that gets into immigration or whatever but <laughs> yeah but the notion that uh i don't know i i have trouble comparing that offense with the offense of you know i compare it all to the same because i look at it this way that regardless of race, race color sexual orientation or whatever we're all fucking human beings. And if you can't get that under your thick skulls... But with that comes the responsibility to respect that human being in their own space. Absolutely. And how Absolutely. they want to be treated and how they... You know what I mean? Like, like back to the flag. I, To this day, I ain't buying a... I, if I got a choice, I ain't putting a dime into the Mississippi economy. Right. Because in 2001 or 2000, I guess it was 2001, they had a vote and said, we want this to be remain our state flag. So I'm like, you know. Yeah. Now we'll see where the conversation goes now. <laughs> this damn thing working. Ooh, cold, cold. Yep, and it's not going to warm up till Saturday and then it's going to decide to piss on us again. I it hope. It said rain all, all day. Right. I hope we can continue to converse about that from time to time because uh, it's, uh, to me, it's one of those principal issues. It's, it's not so much about the language but about the principles of what you're standing for because you know like what you originally asked about the the whole the how you treat transgender people and 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 all of that kind of stuff the principle man if that dude or if that person wants to be identified this way or their name and all that i'll just I'll call you by the name you want i mean why i gotta you know if you walk up to me and I say, hey, how you doing? And you say, my name is T-Bird. 
because I like Thunderbirds and shit. I've been having one. That's the only kind of car I buy. So everybody call me T-Bird. But I refuse to call you that. I'm going to call you some other name. And certainly if it's not even the fucking name that you were given. Right. You know, if I'm going to call you Redneck Car Joe, you're going to be like, hey, man, fucking give me a little respect. I, uh, I, I don't know. I guess I'm, I'm one of a kind where it comes down to... Your orientation, your thoughts, your beliefs, you're a human being. You have every right to speak, you have every right to live, you have every right to do whatever outside of now. Even though I don't believe God and everything, the commandments, yes, they are a rule book of life that we need to follow. Thou shalt not kill, thou shalt not steal, you know? Right. Everything we put on this planet whether it's by a creator or by the big bang theory that don't make a difference. We weren't there. We're never going to fucking know. Until we're, we're both. dead. <laughs> but, it's all put here. It's all usable for everything that is here. Not just us, the animals. You know, everything. And, it just, it, it kills me that people are upset and offended over the simplest, basic Bullshit. Like, what do you mean? Alright, take me, I'm a smoker. Alright? I've smoked since I was 8 years old. Fully smoked when I was 11. And I now have to stand in the cold in the winter or in the heat in the summer to enjoy that box. But you understand, and I'm not, as you say, offended. Is a bunch of bullshit because you take all these cars backed up to these doors. Well, that may be. Carbon monoxide in in here, even as faint as it is, is more dangerous to you than me standing and smoking a full cigarette right next to you. But here's the reality, Keith. If I'm not offended by it, uh, but I can tell you. There is a difference because those cars are over there doing that exact thing right now, and I'm not offended. It don't bother me. I'm a former smoker and all of that. Right. But uh, I can tell when you light up a cigarette yeah. immediately, and I can and I can feel it as I'm inhaling. You know, I can feel the the oh, there's cigarette smoke in there. Does the same thing. Right. A different flavor now my wife has never smoked, and she can tell when a motherfucker's smoking two cars up. With yeah. the window hanging out, the, blowing it out yeah, the I, window. I can do that with people that smoke weed. And <laughs> right, you know, yeah. and and there's there's a certain level of. And I can understand the sensitivities of people's nose. Well, but then it becomes an issue of back to the freedom issue. You know, right. am I not free to fucking breathe without you blowing smoke in my face? And you say I'm not blowing it in your face, but you're blowing it in my air, your general direction. Like Monty Python said, we fart in your general direction. <laughs> yeah. I get, uh, speaking of sensitivity to noses, is those people that the aura of their perfumes and colognes hit me five feet before they come near me. Right. Those people should be home taking a bath if they got to use that much cloth. 
But see, they're now starting to come out with rules about that shit because, really? yeah, when you get into like confined areas like airplanes and buses and shit like that, where it's like, like look, people talk about peanuts, like, oh my god, I can't believe I can't eat peanuts. Well, a fucking kid is gonna liable to fucking die because of the fucking right. They got allergies and they got problems with it. Just fucking, you know. Yeah, I, I blame that on the fucking government testing this, testing that. Creating foods out of plastics and shit. Well, not just the government. Now we start talking about companies, and then you get into what the freedom of the companies are, right? Because yeah, like if they're margin, right? You know where it comes from, or what its original use was for? What? To fatten up chicks. What are you talking about? Margarine. Right. Shit that you buy and cook your food in. You know, yeah, all not that shit. Man. You, but I mean, people. And margarine is the most unhealthiest thing in the world. But guess what? They're selling it to the public as butter. Well, and that's the whole thing. Is like, do you as a people <clears throat> have the right to say you can't do that shit? And then you get people going like, no, I got freedom to do it. Well, no. We got a right as people to say, no, you can't be poisoning this. Because then you get into all this, they making me put this stuff on the label. That's what they got mad about cigarettes. Well, no, we just making you tell the truth. If you smoke this shit, you will die. It will take years off of your life. That's just the fact. If you don't like it, quit smoking. Don't get mad and tell me not to tell you that, that that's what's going to happen. My last physical passed at 100%. Nothing on my lungs. They took the x-rays and it. So I'm actually happy if it's putting a nail in my coffin to make, get me done sooner. Because if I had to smoke, my ass would live to be 150. <laughs> I don't want to be around that long. But as far as people being offended, it's because it, it leads to more... The offender has more... They feel empowered to get a little more offensive and a little more offensive and a little more offensive to the point where they say, fuck it, you can't even ride the bus or ride the back of the bus or... You can't drink out this water fountain. And I know you can say that don't have the effect. I never had to walk into a place like that. But I did go to Georgia. And I did because I'm mixed. And I was with my half-sister who's white. And and my nephew who was a baby. And uh, Did you get treated that way? Fuck yeah. Fuck yeah. Sorry, we man. sat there waiting to be served forever and ever. I'm like, sorry. what the fuck's going on, man? You know, general populace of us that are and that all was again in 2001. But but aside from just being against it, you gotta be willing to allow the fight to go on a little bit because you know that's why people don't want to allow certain shit to go unchecked because it turns into more shit and more shit and. Frankly, we're going to always have that problem. We're going to always be dealing with that shit. But if we're going to say we live by certain principles, then, you know, that's just... I mean, because I love America. I love this country. I, I know people that fucking hate Thomas Jefferson. And I understand why they hate Thomas Jefferson. He had a 14-year-old fucking slave that he was fucking on the regular and got a whole bunch of kids by. Sally Hemings. You know about her? 
Right. See, he, he had a slave woman that he took all over to Paris with him and all this other shit. And, and uh, so-called loved her, but she was still his property, you know. And, and they can't stand her. Now, personally, if I'm to put, stack them up in history, presidents and all that shit, he's one of my favorite because he wrote the Declaration of Independence. That's because he had the foresight or God put something in his head or whatever to write something that, to write a check that he couldn't cash. Right. But we all signed on to it. So now we, check, we cashing it. I want my freedom. You know, he, while he was writing the Declaration of Independence, he was also signing off on three-fifths, you know about the three-fifths compromise? In order to have, see, this is what I'm saying, the South, the South is fucked up. <laughs> I can agree with that. The, the, in order to fucking join the Union, before it was a country, to join the motherfucker, they said, no, 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 we need to count our slaves, because we, we sitting back going, okay, we're going to represent. Because the war was fought, taxation over representation, right? Yeah. And so, well, we want our representation. We got a million people. They said, well, how you going to call a million people? You got all these slaves. You can't count your slaves. You ain't letting them vote. You ain't letting them do it. Well, we counting them, or we ain't coming in. Well, okay, well, we'll make a deal. We'll make a deal with you. For every three-fifths. Three-fifths. They're in the Constitution. Three-fifths of non-free persons because see they didn't want to deal with the fucking pardon my French <laughs> white people ain't been wanting to deal with this shit from the beginning you know what I'm saying yeah. they don't they don't mention slavery in the bible or in the constitution but it's there you know they say non-free persons well what the fuck is that exactly you know and they say you can count three-fifths of your non-free person. That means, as a slaveholder, I got a thousand slaves. That means I got to, I get to count 600 people or get to add 600 to my number. I'm not counting them as people. Don't be fucking ridiculous. Them are fucking niggers. 600 people. I get to add 600 to my tally. Right. So now, my state is abnormally huge. That's why all of our senators or all of our presidents and shit came from Virginia the first handful of years. You understand what I'm saying? The shit is, the shit is, is real. And it, and, and it, and it affects beyond whether I lived as a slave or not. It affects, you know, it affects tomorrow. What you do today affects tomorrow. I told you about the, the Tulsa riots that yeah. people don't know about. That affects me as a, as a man because I'm in Kansas City because my people left fucking Tulsa because they were like, wait a second, these motherfuckers done came in because we had money. Because we had the audacity, I say we, my family had the audacity to work in the American system even with the strikes against you for being black, had the audacity to make some money and to have businesses and to get to a certain point. And the first chance motherfuckers had a chance, they use an excuse. They claim that some black kid 
raped a white woman. There's all kinds of doubts about that, but I'm not even going to go into that. Let's say he did it. What the fuck does that got to do with thousands of people coming from this area, the white people, to over to this area, the black people, and bombing it? They fucking had planes. The fucking, they did the, the war. They used planes to destroy the whole area. And there wasn't no, oh shit, there was a problem and now we got to get these people back to good. No, they lost all their wealth. And then they dispersed because, well, I don't know, what the fuck would you do if the motherfuckers showed up and burned your shit down and you don't know if they're coming back tomorrow or not? Well, fuck, I'm getting the fuck out of here. I got some family up in Kansas City. So then I'm living in Kansas City a hundred years later. And whereas somebody else might be able to say, you know, let's say the Rockefellers, right? They still living high on the hog because yes, their great-grandfather fucking made a bunch of money. Well, my great-grandfather lost every fucking thing. Yeah. So how that, does that, that... That's a whole other issue there. You know, so that does Rich affect. Now, poor. Now, do I got to be mad about it? Hell yeah, I'm mad about it because I know that had things gone the way the fucking rule book is written, that my great-grandfather would have left some money to his son, and he would have left some to his son, and I might be in a different position than I am today. Yeah, I'm, I'm still on that same belief, though, that it's all here for all of us, not just for those that can afford it. And in order to make that true, you got to support the people who are trying to make their make their claim on that. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Because, you know, that's what what they call an ally, right? It's like, <clears throat> it ain't your fight. I understand that. But I hope you will support me in my fight to make sure that don't nobody put me in no back of the bus situation. Yeah. Just another reason why I'm not prejudiced or biased in any way, shape, or form. I hate everybody equally. <laughs> and society can kiss my lily white ass because it's not a society when you have segregation of thought, segregation of speech, se segregation of belief, and segregation of whatever. It's not a society. Society is a group that come to common ground on all of it. Right, and that's why, I, again, I say we got to support each other because there are differences. I mean, there, you, you, you would be, you know, you'd be just flat, flat out denying reality if, I, if you can't admit that I'm black and you're white. And then to have somebody who clearly has the position that I'm less of a person because of my skin color and therefore won't do business with me or will only do terrible things or give me the lesser cut oh, of meat or whatever, the way, then, the way I look. then you, right. But see, I'm not, if I see somebody look at you and look you up and down because you got a biker look about you right. and then act like they ain't gonna serve you, then I won't fucking eat there. Yeah. I won't deal with those people, and I'll tell them as much. Right. You know, and that's what I mean by allies. And, and that, that's and where I we do need. That. I do that's that. where we need people to say, "No, nah, wait on, man. But you, you fucking. I know he ain't here. 
But you can't be calling that motherfucker niggas and all that shit just because he ain't here to see it. See, in my That's where it's hard my for My neighborhood, you. I grew up with, with, with everybody, and we all said it, black and white. Back where in my neighborhood, which was northeast at the time, all right? Right. I know I'm very familiar with Northeast. That's not the first time I was called nigga, but it was a time when I was like, what the fuck? I ain't bothering you people. I was sitting on my half step. It was between step. us. You know what I'm saying? Well, we, we said it, it with each out. other. But when, when it was like our generation before us called one of my friends that, I stood up to him and said, what the fuck are you talking about? You know? I grew up my part of the generation and the people that I hung out with, we were the ones willing to accept it. Willing to, you know, let bygones be bygones. Both sides. And nowadays, the same age of people I'm seeing having grievances, and I don't understand it. Because everything didn't change, man. And then the the differences, because you, how old are you? I'm 51. Okay, so we're the same age. So that same Northeast was not as wild. wild. where you was at in Northeast, right? You had the Dagos down on the, down on the uh, West End. Right. And you had us in the middle, and then you had the snobs out there by uh, uh, Van Brunt. Well, they may have been snobs, but they weren't used to seeing black people all that much because I was right, sitting there right. reading... I'm sitting there waiting on my sister to come home. And my sister, I, I take issue with the snob thing because my sister was definitely not in the ritzy, snobby category because they was dirt poor. But well, uh, all right, so they, no, they had a house, was, uh, and I was waiting on my sister because my mother was in the hospital. And so I was staying with her for the weekend, and I was sitting there waiting on her porch to get off work and come home. And I'm just sitting there minding my own business reading a book. And all of a sudden, I hear some kids walking down the street. And again, I don't care because I'm reading my book. And all of a sudden, they notice me. And I heard a little girl say, oh, look, a nigger. What? And I'm like, what the fuck is this all about, man? I ain't got nothing to do with you. See, I, I lived it at 9th and Bent. Right. All right. And we was fully mixed of anything and everything through that area. Had no issues. Now, the, the, the Dagos or Wops, whatever you want to call them, the Italians. People of Italian descent. <laughs> right? You know? Trust me, I know all of it. They had what they called mullies in those days. They had problems. But we they had... had mullies. Mullies. That's What's what it? black people were called by the Italians. Mullies. Huh. I uh, wonder how that... Could, that might mix up with mulatto somehow. It might be. You know, some of the mulattoes are pretty dark. Well, yeah, depending. I mean, I'm what you would call a mulatto on the, the, the I guess, uh, the, as far as I've always heard, it's just like half black, half white. Oh, no, you're high yellow. <laughs> I've been called that more than once. No, I, it's, uh... I prefer the term gold myself, but uh, the problems that exist in this country come from the problems that existed in this country. So as much as we like to stand on the the uh, 
the flag in our history. We got to stand on the flag in our history. Oh shit, he gone. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. It's just a fucking uphill battle. Nobody can accept well, what and goes on and, that's and realize the big that. Problem. Yeah, you know. And again, I I like to say, and I don't, I'm not putting you necessarily in that camp as a right winger or whatever. But I hear a lot of these right wingers saying things like you're saying, and they say, "I'm tired of this identity politics." Uh, the fact of the matter is, like I said, with the three-fifths compromise, it's been identity politics from the beginning. I mean, right. you know that in the 1600s, when this country first started, when there wasn't slavery per se, black people were here as indentured servants, right? They came just like white people and said, hey, I'll work my seven years and get the piece of land. But it was hard work and motherfuckers would leave. That was a big problem, right? If you know the history of indentured servitude, it was a big problem. People would leave, not black people, all people. Yeah. They'd be like, fuck, this is, I just, I'm here. I done got to Virginia. If I fucking just start walking straight east, I'll be in fucking Kentucky, wasn't even a, city, a thing then. It was right. just the woods out there. If I keep walking in the woods, motherfuckers ain't gonna come and get me. I'll just go way out there and start my own thing. And that's what happened. White people, black people, whoever would leave. Right. And then when they, they would, then the guy who owned the land and paid for them to come over and shit would be like, no, nah, he got a contract. Go get him. And that's what the police, fucking that's the history of the police. That's what the police were created for, to go get the people who tried to get out of that deal. Well, then it became easier. This is where the, the even the term of black and white came from. It was like, we caught these motherfuckers. And then when they caught, there was a specific case in Virginia where they caught them. It was three cats that ran away, one black and two white. And when they caught them and they brought them back, the judge said, I got the solution to this shit. You are gonna go back to work and you're gonna get, you're gonna, I'm gonna add three years to your sentence. And you, I'm gonna add three years to your contract too. Now you gotta finish it up. You. You're going to work the rest of your fucking life. And your kids are going to work the rest of their life. And then all of a sudden, what was the differentiation? He was the black one. And that's when you had the the actual... The ones that created those particular laws and rules and everything like that were the ones that had that. Absolutely. And that's the problem that I have right now is that too many poor white people think being white is their fucking thing man your white ain't shit your white is you still 
under the thumb of the motherfuckers. Yeah. But we gotta have that fight just that's to get you to realize that it's, so again, that's why we need you as an ally to like stop a motherfucker from talking that way, to, 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 to support people and whatever and whoever they wanna be, you know? And, and then we can see that we are together underneath the thumbs of the motherfuckers, but they've been running that game for a thousand years and we ain't smart enough to get it. All right, man, I'll see you tomorrow. Hey, thanks again for checking me out and hit me up on Facebook, Michael T. Justice, Twitter, Michael T. Justice, and of course here at Anchor, FM, you can leave a voice message and uh, I would love for any responses and um, requests.